Star Wars movies are so complicated right now. Cancelled, revived, recast, restructured, and generally unsure on where they're headed. But amongst all the madness, we're getting some insane teases on the next steps for many of the creatives, both inside and out. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Whether you love them or hate them, or are just indifferent to them. The sequel trilogy are quite a, I, I wanna say masterpiece of madness. Hmm, that's a good way to put it. They are so well executed in pieces and parts and in many of the, I don't know, character moments mm -hmm. and world, they do a really good job of making it feel Star Wars-y. Mm -hmm. But they do fail in many other aspects. But where they succeed, is a character named Kylo Ren. Mm, yeah, he kind of took the world by storm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially the little Star Wars girlies. Yeah. And the non-Star Wars girlies that became Star Wars girlies. Yes. <laughs> Kylo Ren, in my personal opinion, I would say he's the best part of the sequel trilogy. I think his character had more depth than any other villain in Star Wars up to that point. I think now we've gotten even more rich and detailed Star Wars villains than him now in this current new wave of Star Wars. But when Kylo Ren came out, I'd say he was the most interesting Star Wars villain. Yeah, and I would probably still say so, especially for the movies. Yeah, for the movies for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely for the movies. Uh -huh. <laughs> Because yeah. as as awesome as Darth Vader is, mm -hmm. and he is a legendary icon in all of cinema, really, mm -hmm. he's not scary past the being scary. Mm -hmm. And he's not mm -hmm. deeper. Like, he is a terrifying figure. And the added benefits of the prequels didn't necessarily bring into his character more fear. Yeah, I feel like Vader is a topic we could definitely dig into later on or another time, but... <laughs> Yeah, the prequels definitely gave Vader, it was almost like the start of like, villains are just misunderstood moments. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, But I wouldn't say either Kylo, as much as I'm hyping him up, mm -hmm. Kylo Ren isn't even a scary villain. No. But he is more deep mm -hmm. and there is more characters development there he's, with him. He's much more complex. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. When you look at Kylo Ren as a character and then you look at what we're hearing about Sean Levy's movie, we've got some interesting notes here and this is from an interview with Variety around Sean Levy and Kathleen Kennedy and his working on Star Wars and he says this, when Kathy Kennedy brought me on board to make a Star Wars movie, her central mandate to me was, I want a Sean Levy Levy movie. I want a story and tone that reflects you and your taste and what you bring to your movies with a Star Wars story. So I have felt extremely empowered. We're in early days, unfortunately, because the development process was abruptly paused due to the WGA strike, but I feel very empowered to trust my instincts in the development of the story and movie. So that's another little note. They're still working on it. He does have Kathleen Kennedy's approval to make his own thing, which I think is great. And then the next question that they had on this interview was, since you're so close to Adam Driver, could your Star Wars movie be a prequel to Episode 7 in which Kylo Ren would be back? And Sean Levy's response was, your words, not mine. As you know, Adam is a buddy, and I've always been a huge fan of Kylo Ren, but no comment. No comment is all the comment I need to know. Yes. Like, that's it. That's like, oh, yep, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> that is the most committal, uh -huh. non-committal answer that uh -huh. I've seen in Star Wars discussions yeah. in a long time. If you can't comment, 
Yeah. Then you're you're making a comment. Yeah. <laughs> that and I want to bring this into our discussion here. What do you think a Kylo Ren prequel movie would be like? How far back do they go? Oh gosh, I feel like they're still a bit touchy about using AI and like using those. Um, using technology to like recreate characters and stuff. Well, Lucasfilm isn't touchy about it because they use it all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. True, true. But they still kind of like I don't know. I guess I guess that we have been seeing a lot more of it from them. So fake CGI I, Luke twice. Right, right. De-aged Hayden Christensen. Yeah. I mean, okay. So maybe they would. I just I don't know if they would take it that far back like to yeah. where it's like laying like a little tiny I, tiny. I don't think they would go that far right. back unless it's like flashbacks Mm -hmm. i would say maybe the moment where kylo ren gets failed by luke right i think maybe picking up there or shortly after or maybe that middle period between those two timelines Mm -hmm. i think could be interesting maybe we're getting like jedi temple harry potter kylo Uh, ren would like i think they would have to recast (laughs) a younger actor for that it would have to be closer to the force awakens true if they're going to use adam driver they need to go like pretty close to the force awakens that's true i I could not see them doing Kylo Ren without at least having that moment very prominent. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kicks off mm-hmm. who we know of as Kylo Ren. I mean, it's just a pivotal moment of Ben Solo becoming Kylo Ren. It's yeah. just that, like, you can't have a Kylo Ren movie without that moment. It would yeah. feel like it's, it's that, the beginning. And that would be so Star Wars yeah. to do that. So I don't know. Yeah, they could go into details around his interactions and his relationship with Snoke mm-hmm. and how that gets kicked off. True. They could go even into maybe more of the Knights of Ren parts of things. Mm-hmm. I think that could be interesting. Because we, we saw the Knights of Ren in The Rise of Skywalker. We heard them mentioned and we see them in flashbacks, but we do not see them really in any meaningful way. Mm -hmm. So what does it look like for the Knights of Ren? What does it look like for Kylo Ren? What does it look like for him to take on this moniker Mm -hmm. and build up his group of people? That could be quite interesting. And they could could flush that out in a very interesting direction without impacting much of the rest of the galaxy or his character in The Force Awakens or the rest of the movies. That is true. Very intriguing. I'm so, yeah, I'm so fascinated what they would do with his character because we just oh we see such a strange side of Kylo Ren mm-hmm. I feel like in the movies yeah so it'd be really interesting to see them take him to not necessarily a more mature place but to like just a more fleshed out like fleshed out go yeah. into the beginning go mm-hmm. into the details go into the bits and pieces that we see alluded to in yep. the sequel trilogy just get more into his head yeah. and like maybe see a bit more of a stable side of him. Yeah, I think that would be be good. Or show him go into that. Like, Mm -hmm. show him start to develop that anger. Show Mm -hmm. him start to really lean into it in a way of strength. But don't make it look like a tantrum, I think, would be good. Or make it make sense that he... Or make it make sense that he does have tantrums. Mm -hmm. I think that could be an interesting part of it. Mm -hmm. Because Kylo Ren is a very well-rounded... Not well-rounded mentally or like... (laughs) Yeah. Mental health-wise, not really well-rounded. But as a character, he's got strength, he's got weaknesses, he's got a character arc throughout the whole sequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. I'd say more of a character arc than Rey, even. Mm -hmm. Because he does have that beginning, middle, and an end. And he recreates himself in each of those movies. And I feel like that's a very key part of that experience. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that there's a lot 
that could be done, especially if it is with him leading a group. And just, I, I could see them, oh man, it kind of makes me excited. I, I could really see them like, just to see him go through this almost like trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the whole betrayal and like almost yeah. being killed by someone you really respected and who was on the light side, that's huge. But just like, yeah, the digging into the dark side even more and more and more and then how that just corrupts him and changes him and his mm-hmm. dealing with that and then to be leading other people as well or yeah. just being a part of this group and I don't know. It, uh, ooh, ooh, could be good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could even, I think a key aspect of whatever a Kylo Ren movie would be would include his relationship with Han Solo mm-hmm. and Leia. I think it has to at least touch into maybe maybe not his direct relationship with them in terms of interacting with them but i think it has to at least show his reaction to their efforts to try to reach him to try to reconnect to do something along those lines to become more of a interesting character from that perspective because kylo ren not only has mommy issues he's got daddy issues too he's got granddaddy issues (laughs) and he's got uncle issues and he's just got issues Oh, yeah, big time. He's got all the issues. He needs a therapist real bad. Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> they don't supply those in uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the there are no there are no therapists in Star no, Wars, it seems. It seems not. <laughs> That'd be fascinating, though. <laughs> the real boring universe. <laughs> no, there are. They're the droids. Oh, yeah. The yeah, droids. we did see them in Mando season we three. We did. The therapy droids. But yep. they're droids. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> Not what he needs. Mm-hmm. Therapy in Star Wars confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what what are your thoughts on Kylo Ren? Does is there enough Kylo Ren background that we could tie into for there to be a movie? Oh yeah. Yeah? Oh yeah. Do you think there's enough interest? Oh yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'd be interested. Yeah. Yeah. He he's the most interesting character out of that entire trilogy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, per- personally, I would be more interested to see a Kylo Ren movie than another Ray movie. Mm-hmm. But that's just I I think we we've seen enough of Ray's arc or lack thereof, depending on what you expected of her as a character. And I think it would be interesting to see that. I do I do wonder though, is there going to be any reference to Kylo Ren in that eventual Ray movie that's set fifteen years after? I would be surprised if there wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, he brought her back to life, so yeah. how could she not at least have a mention? Yeah, or like, some like that, reference or cool. something like, named after him, maybe something. Something's gotta yeah. something's gotta be there, especially if she did have feelings for him, which I'm still not hundred percent. Sure they kissed at that. the end. That felt so forced. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I think that's interesting to think about. Of like, obviously, I I think they have to have Finn in that movie hmm. in some way. I think, or I hope that they make him a Jedi. But I wonder if there's gonna be anything with Kylo Ren in that movie. Mm-hmm. Interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. In this same land of star wars news we have been getting so many details around the various star wars movies that are coming out and the behind the scenes we have something even more interesting now that a new book has come out 
So the book is called MCU, The Reign of Marvel Studios, and it's by Joanna Robinson, Dave Gonzalez, and Gavin Edwards. And a very interesting note that's been making the rounds today. Quote, Kevin Feige and Lucasfilm chair Kathleen Kennedy appeared on screen to announce a dizzying number of new projects. Both Feige and Kennedy were pressured into announcing projects that were nowhere near ready, some of which have since been canceled or significantly over overhauled and delayed Mm. so (laughs) kind of what we were all thinking Mm -hmm. and also what we didn't expect but kind of had an inkling on it really does not surprise me at all disney putting its hands in the pies Mm -hmm. as well as throwing them around everywhere and generally just saying hey announce this thing so we can make our board happy or Mm -hmm. our investors happy or stock go up slightly Mm because there's new star wars things coming out yeah it's all about the the flash and the wow and the oh my gosh look at all these projects we're Mm -hmm. doing because they spent a crap ton of money on disney plus they wanted to have a lot of projects around disney plus Mm -hmm. but now look where that got them yeah (laughs) i think it's so fascinating to see something like this come out in this book and the reporting happening and just details around the growth of this behemoth of Disney. Disney for a while really stepped back when it came to Star Wars and Marvel. And Marvel in particular, I think they they did a really good job of handling that beast until recently. Hmm. I feel like after Endgame, they kind of started messing around with things a little too much. And hmm. I would say the same goes with Lucasfilm. Hmm. And if you look at like Indiana Jones and the massive budget inflation, and if you look at the lack of success in theaters around that movie and generally a lack of support it seems but also a increase in let do that thing but also we're not going to help you do that thing mm-hmm. yeah do that thing but we want that thing to be done this way mm-hmm. and uh it has oh, to have you, these characters yeah. it has to have this this and this yeah oh you want to do it that way Mm-mm, sorry no we got to scrap you completely like it just yeah. seems like it's just it's a it's all or nothing with disney mm-hmm and I feel like Kathleen Kennedy, everyone has ups and downs in their rule, I would say. Kathleen Kennedy, for all that it's worth, I think she's done a very good job of handling the whole Lucasfilm division. Mm-hmm. I think she has handled the balance of that quite well. And if you talk to anyone that's directly worked with her, I feel like they all have mostly great things to say. But they do mention uh, Disney, usually, in those mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I feel like she, in general, is much more of a creative's creative than I feel like Kevin Feige is. Hmm. Kevin Feige wants to make Marvel movies. You see in this interview with Sean Levy, Kathleen Kennedy wants people to make their movies set Hmm. in Star Wars. Yeah. So you have these two behemoths of entertainment franchise one is very much we're going to make the same type of movie with Mm -hmm. these different characters it doesn't matter if you're martin scorsese it doesn't matter if you're quentin tarantino no matter who you are james wan whatever there is a formula for the marvel movies that we're not going to move from and if you're not going to join us on that journey you're not going to make a marvel movie yeah we're going to get kicked off and then kathleen kennedy is like we're going to make your movie but unless you can really commit to it, we might not make your movie. Yeah, commit to like it and commit to Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, you got to commit to us, and we'll support you in making that movie. Mm-hmm. It does make me wonder about like all the all the recent stuff that we've heard about, like things just going under. Mm-hmm. Um, all these directors who have had opportunities and seem to get somewhere, and then they drop them. Yeah, it's like I wonder whose decision that is. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's easier to pin that on Disney just to be like, nah, it's just Disney being yeah. getting in the way or something. But at the same time, if they're also trying to make money and make things happen, uh-huh. you would think they would be pushing some of this stuff out. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't get it. It feels very much like politics. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and that makes me ask the question, are we really going to get a Star Wars movie in 2025, hmm. let alone two Star Wars movies? Definitely not two. Man, that seems so soon. Or 2026, I think it might be. Oh, okay. Yeah. If 2026 is the date, then maybe. Yeah, but that's three years from now. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do wonder, like, what is the level of dedication that they're going to have to these movies? Mm-hmm. If they are going to make the Sean Levy movie, the Sean Levy movie way, mm-hmm. I don't think you can put a, a time frame on that. Mm. If he's still floating around ideas and working on the scripts, I don't think you can really dedicate that anywhere near term. And you have the ups and downs with the various writers on the Ray Project, big time developments in terms of Damon Lindelof leaving that project and a new writer getting on board, which I think the new writer is going to do well, considering the past stuff that he's done. But if you look at all these different changes that are happening, the impact of the writer's strike, the impact of the ongoing actor strike, if you look at all of these things, what what's going to be happening moving forward? And they need a Star Wars movie, but I wonder if there's going to be one available in the time, because mm-hmm. I don't think that they're... They, they should not rush anything out. Right. But that's not the Disney way. <laughs> I, I know. But, Disney needs something. But Disney at least knows there's quality sells to a point, right? <laughs> to a point. Mm-hmm. But clearly, Disney still likes to say, hey, we've got all this flash and wow yeah. and pizzazz. Look at all this stuff that's happening. <laughs> a little razzle dazzle. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Whatever happens, we're going to see a lot of things and not a lot of truth behind it, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I really hope that they do give the good ones the time that they need. Yeah. And hopefully they don't try to act against what Kathleen Kennedy's trying to do. Yeah. I, I do wonder, what do you think that next, What what is the first Star Wars movie going to be? I feel the safest, mm-hmm. safest option, the one that they should probably prioritize over anything would be the origins of the Jedi movie because mm. that's coming from James Mangold who has a very long history of making good movies and getting them done if you look at his back catalog you have like Logan mm. and you have these big very popular big budget big box office movies I'd say the only flop that he really had was like Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny but yeah. from everything that's been said it wasn't a him thing that movie was in development hell for years honestly decades really mm-hmm. and he came on and, and saved that and moved it forward a, a, a bunch a- and maybe Dave Filoni's project would be something that would be more safe and probably would get done pretty soon because they're setting up the foundations for things in Ahsoka. Right. But I feel like they need to flesh things out a little more. Maybe? Yes. And I feel like they need something in between. Like we can't just, it's not, it doesn't seem like they would just pound us with Mandalorian and Ahsoka yeah. and then just keep, just keep with that. And it's Mandoverse like, and Mandoverse. Yeah. It's like they know that we're still wanting something else. Like yeah. They, they know. They know. They mm-hmm. know. 
we can't just thrive on Mando alone. Yeah. I mean, even <laughs> if you go back into the original timeline of Star Wars, you have 97, 80, 83, I think it was. Mm. And then you have a massive, I think, a decade or more, just about a decade between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then there's about another decade in between those and the sequel trilogy. Yeah. So Star Wars fans were used to like large gaps in between these movies. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we've historically had until recently. So I think there's this level of uh, expectation now that we need Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars all yeah. the time because that's what we've been getting used to. But historically, a what is that 2019 to 2020 2026 would be a seven-year gap in between movie uh that's not unheard of for star wars Mm -hmm. especially if they're setting up this new idea and this new timeline and this new creation of a jedi academy yeah i yeah i would not be surprised if we're waiting a few more years Mm -hmm. (laughs) they just automatically just like yeah let's go to a decade why not (laughs) I mean, it's pretty much already, but we'll just wait. Yeah, it's almost there already. It's fine. <laughs> I do agree with you that I think the safe choice is the uh, the Mandoverse continuation, yeah. just because. Or maybe it's like the beginning universe. What do you mean? So I feel like like we talked about. I, it was the last episode or the episode before, or maybe it was a video. I I, I can't remember. <laughs> but we talked about how Dave Filoni needs something other than the movies to get, or other than TV shows to get mm-hmm. people in. Mm. Maybe he does kick it off with a movie. Maybe, but not this Ahsoka movie. No, definitely not an Ahsoka movie. Hmm. So you're saying like he would just get his own? He would just Dave Filoni would do a Mandoverse movie that like kicks off, Hmm. like brings in Thrawn, brings in Ahsoka, sets up these characters. That would be interesting. But what were you gonna say? Other than just it being easy for that, Mm -hmm. I don't. I he doesn't have any movie experience though. Right. So it'd be a lot of investment into him mm-hmm. and he would need some help. Yeah. As we saw with Ahsoka, he can do it, but he's not confident enough. Because mm-hmm. I feel like all the episodes that he directed were just so stretched out and so, mm-hmm. so much slower than all the other ones who are coming from these more seasoned directors. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I still stick by that. I think they're going to want to try and do something a little different just to get throw something new on the palette. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I'm like James Mangold's movie. Right. Dawn of the Jedi. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. That would be a good Kickstarter. Like, well, let's go all the way back to the beginning. But other than this Kylo Ren one, like, like what? What? And the, of course, the Ray one. Ray one. Are there any other movies being talked about? There's rumors. Mm, then that's not strong enough. There's Taika Waititi's. <laughs> right. That's right. definitely still, still getting done. Yeah, it's okay. still a thing. Hmm. He said he turned in another draft of his script after the writer strike. Hmm. So hmm. there's that one. But I feel like going forward, they're not going to make the same mistake of announcing any more Star yeah. Wars movies Maybe. well in advance. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see if they ever learn. Uh-huh. Who knows? Who knows? Let us know your thoughts, though, in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube or contact at Uplink Podcast if you're listening to this, wherever you can find podcasts. If you do enjoy this podcast, rate us on Spotify or on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. <laughs>